Hi, you're listening to the SLP Stress Management Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Andrix, and you are tuning in for episode seven, where we are going to talk all things SLP gratitude journal. So if you're thinking, "Mm, no, that's not quite for me, tune in and we'll talk about not only how you can start an SLP gratitude journal, but also what these are and why these are so important for helping us to manage our stress, reduce stress, and maybe even in the long run, reduce burnout. So here we go. Let's dive right in. Gratitude journals are kind of all the rage right now. They have become incredibly popular over the last few years, and um, gratitude itself has become a buzzword. And so you might see a lot of hashtag gratitude and a lot of things about journaling. And what happens is that when things go mainstream like this, it is awesome. But it can also get a little irritating and annoying to see it happen all the time. We've seen this with probably like your favorite food when all of a sudden it's popular. Or if you were really into yoga and now it's like everywhere and it's not quite what you thought it was um, or what it used to be. Whatever it might be, it's kind of like you get overloaded. But gratitude is becoming really popular because it's really great for us. And in general, many people are stressed out. But specifically, SLPs are super, super stressed out. So this is a wonderful practice we can use. So gratitude is not ignoring what's not going well. It is not enjoying something despite something else going poorly. And so this one I've heard more recently that really we should be talking more about having an appreciation for things versus having a, you know, a gratitude practice. And while there is a little bit of argument, we'll probably do a show on that later. Really, we can think of the two for this purpose as being pretty much together. When we're talking about gratitude, we are just talking about the things that we are super thankful for and super grateful for. So gratitude journals are simply a way for you to keep track of these things that you are grateful for, because oftentimes what happens is we forget. And it's not just that we forget once in a while, but our brain likes to focus on the things that are not going well and the things that are perceived as more negative which can make it really hard and really difficult to focus on the good. And when we're looking at gratitude, that's all we're doing is focusing on the good. We're not ignoring the negative. We're just changing what we're looking at and changing what we're focusing on. So in the practice of positive psychology, which is a newer branch of psychology, I mean, it is not brand new. It's been around for a while, but psychology itself has been around for a very long time. Um, This is one of the things that they really work with. So there is this idea that there may be some sort of ratio or there is just an imbalance between positive experiences and negative. And what we mean by that is that we tend to hold on to and remember negative experiences more strongly than we do with positive ones throughout our day. So if you have a few things that happen that aren't great and a lot of little things that happen that are great, you're more likely to focus on the things that didn't work for you. And this is for a few reasons. 
one is that this is the way our brain is wired. It's a protection mode. And it's so that we look out for things that aren't working, look out for things that could be stressful or threatening so that we can figure out how to um, work through them. But instead of working through them, our brain just gets us really stressed and we are not able to work through them. So while this is meant to be something super helpful, it often backfires and causes more stress. The other thing that this kind of comes from is our tendency in our field to be a perfectionist and to work with perfectionism. So for SLPs, we may be focusing even more on the negative because we want to fix it and we want to correct it. and We don't want to do that. We want this to be perfect. And we consider the good things to be perfect, the negative things to be imperfect. And we don't want the imperfect. But really, there's no good or bad here. There's just the positive and negative shift. And we want to focus on the positive without ignoring or trying to really change the negative right away. So when we're looking at this, a really great thing that we can do is to have a gratitude journal. But I want to note before we go even further, go back to talking about the brain. So our brain is kind of the survival mode where we are wired to look for things that are threatening. And these are the things that we'll find stressful. So when we have this stress, our brain is looking at it to try and protect us because when these parts of our brain first developed as humans, this was more life-threatening, but our stress now is not life-threatening. So before we were looking out for things because we would have to figure out how to survive it. And now we're still looking for stress, but we're letting that stress build and build and build because these are more things that we need to learn to manage and to process. But we can't do that when we're constantly stuck in a stressful state. When we build positivity and we start to focus more on the positive and less on the negative, it pulls us out of that stress cycle and it pulls us into more of a positive place where we can start to focus on the positive and then from there problem solve and build and work through the negative if we need to, or just continue to build the things that are working. So having a gratitude journal can help you do this. The other way it helps is to help you end on a high note. So when we are having an experience and it ends, it's wonderful, it's a wonderful experience, but it ends less than wonderful, we tend to focus on how it ended. We tend to think maybe that wasn't so great. But when we focus on the end and it's a positive end, even though overall the experience wasn't that great, we tend to think of it as being great. So let's say that you had a really good day, but then you get in a fight with your spouse or your best friend or your mom right before you go to bed, you probably think like, man, this day is awful. But let's say that you've had a pretty rough day and then you get home and there is like your favorite show is going to be on and someone cooked you dinner and brought you flowers. You start to look at the whole day as being pretty awesome. So Having a gratitude journal can help you end a day that may not have gone as well on a positive note. So these are kind of the two ways that gratitude journals really work. And for SLPs, if we're really facing things that are super stressful throughout the day, or if we can look at it like this, we're facing a lot of stressors and our body and brain react to them causing stress. So we're faced with 
emails and paperwork and coworkers and all of these things, maybe our clients aren't reaching their goals or we have to, um, you know, work with a caseload that is just huge. All of these things could really build up. And so even though there are all these positive things going on, we may feel just overwhelmed and overloaded with the other things. So the gratitude journal helps us to see that even when all that's going on, we have these other things. And as SLPs, there is so much going on throughout our day. So here's how to have a gratitude journal. It's quite simple. And it's one of those things that you can do without anyone even really knowing. So all you have to do is take five minutes out of your day. And again, at the end of the day, this works really well to help you to um, look back on the day and have it end on a positive note. If you do this in the morning, though, it'll help you to set maybe an intention for the day and to start the day on a positive note, which could spiral forward. So really, one of the best things to do is to just do this at the time of day that works better for you. Um, you could and then do that consistently. I would shoot for most days of the week. It doesn't have to be perfect, but do it as many days as you can. And all you have to do here, instead of like a journal where you empty your thoughts out onto a page or you're uh, bulleting out your to-do list for the day, instead you're reflecting. So list three to five things that were positive from your day. It doesn't matter how big or small. Some days you may have things that are really small and it may seem difficult to find anything big and that's okay. But put down these three to five things and write them down. Now, if you don't want to write them down, that is okay. Writing it down does solidify it a little bit more, but let's say that maybe you uh, think of three things first thing in the morning and then start your day. That would be okay too, but writing it down really does kind of let it sink in even more. And then, you could maybe expand on each item a little bit. So you write down these quick things like um, there was a really great lunch at your work today. Your coworker uh, shared coffee with you. There was a super cute baby that came in and they smiled today. And one of your clients actually smiled at you and said hello. And they've never done that before. Expand on it. What emotion did that bring to you? And then how do you feel when you look back at that instance in your day? Like, what was it that made that so positive for you? And just write a little note about it. Another thing you can do here, an option, is to add a little extra piece. You could think of it as a challenge, but I don't want you to think of a challenge as being hard. But if these things went well for you today and you had these feelings that went with it, how can you continue that and expand upon that tomorrow? So maybe set an intention for the next day that if this felt really good to receive coffee from someone, maybe you pay it forward and you bring your coworker coffee tomorrow. Or let's say that you had this really big win with one of your clients. Maybe you try and do and continue on with what you were doing and have that win again the next time you see them. So whatever it may be, you can build upon it. 
if you would like a little bit of guidance or a little more guidance with your um, gratitude journal, make sure to download the gratitude journal templates in the SLP toolbox over at jessieindrix.com. And if you have not yet signed up for this free resource made just for SLPs, head over there. There are tons of journaling templates, some self-care and lots of um, meditations and other great things that are dropped every month. So make sure to head over there for that and get started with your gratitude journal. And as always, if you're looking to go even further with this, make sure to head over to the site and check out the CEU and CMH courses that are available at all of your favorite sites. But you can find the links to that over at jessieandrix.com. And for an even deeper dive, make sure to check out the SLP Stress Management course. Thank you so much for listening today. And I can't wait to chat with you on the next episode.